Cause I'm Lauren XOXO, bitch, bitch, bitch. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to this week's episode of Lauren XOXO and Friends. And before we get into this episode, if you haven't already, please go on iTunes Podcast and leave a review. And let's get into this episode. Hey, Yaya. Hi. How you feeling? I'm okay. I'm surviving. Tired? Of course. You know that. You know that already. I'm fucking. <laughs> my feet fucking hurt. I'm tired. I'm tired of people. Tired of dealing with these racist ass folks at work. I'm just yeah. The more has happened. Okay, so one of my coworkers, right? He's Hispanic. I don't know which um, country he's from. I, I think he's no, no. That's another one from Puerto Rico. But I think he's somewhere from Central America. Okay. This white ladies. He approaches white ladies, said like, "Hey, you know, do you need assistance? Can I help you?" She says, "I just know I don't want to work with anybody black, and I damn sure don't want to work with you because you're Hispanic." Please get me a white person. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. How can she even live in New York? Exactly. And um so, well, and you know, with him, like he's he he was so shocked. So he's like, okay, sit right here. He left there for 30 minutes. He said, sorry, nobody and he came back and said, sorry, nobody could help you. And when he was telling me, I was just like, why didn't you just go to management? Management would have ripped her to shreds. Manager would have told her to leave. You know, and I said, see, shit like that doesn't happen to me. Because I, I already told management, if that happens to me, y'all gonna have to fire me. And she could have, like, easily turned that right against him. And, you know, right. you know how and, it, and right now, like, he's in, like, a really dark space. Like, his mother is going through chemo. Like, he just, he just, like, he literally had to keep it together because it really made him mad. And because he has an accent. And I was just, like, and, and what makes me mad about this whole thing is that when when he experienced that he's like this is 2019 and i'm i'm like if you haven't realized racism is embedded in the dna of this country it's never going to change mm-hmm. and people think it's just like the bible belt that is just racing it races and ignorant no it's the ones dripped out in diamonds and wearing the gucci and wearing the montclairs with the big time bags that come in here and, and people think because it's new york city it's this melting pot no it's not we're just living on top of each other Right. We're just living on top of each other. And you kind of just deal with it. Yes. You would hope that people would be a little bit more open to each other and respect each other and not be as ignorant or close-minded, but it's New York City. And it's people is people, and this is America. Racism is not going anywhere. And that's what's so frustrating. I'm like, oh my God, it's 2019. And I'm like, have you not been looking what the fuck is going on in the news recently? Like, right, right. You know, and that's just a few stories. Oh my! Just think about it. Like, Honestly, though, like being in his shoe, she would have really caught me off guard. Like she, I, he, and I know he felt he feels taste like yo. I'm just going through so much, and it's just like, and you don't want to lose your job. You don't want to lose your job. Like he has to take care, take care of his mother, and you know he's a really nice guy, sweet, sweet guy. But it's like, it's like, I this is this is what I need people to understand, like let this be a wake-up call like you know how many customers i approach on a daily basis that need to, to need to be assisted mm-hmm. they could be holding something in their hand i could say hello to them they won't even acknowledge me and most our customer base is white like that's it like straight white Not, like 95 is 90 percent of our customers are white yeah because you're all the way up y- there yeah so she's like on the upper what are you on the upper, upper east side up, okay uh, yeah it's so it's white. and 
they will look at me and uh, my other coworkers and won't acknowledge us and won't say hi and walk right to a white customer. Wow. I mean, wait, a white, white salesperson. Yeah. So it's just like, I, I like I, I kind of expect it, and I'm just like I want people, especially other minorities, to understand like just because you're not black does not mean you're not discriminated against. Oh, you, you know, like, and I think some, sure. they're just kind of like close-minded to the fact like well as long as i'm not a nigga not uh, as long as i'm not at the bottom, bottom, the bottom yeah, yeah like I, I i have a chance but i mean and listen if you ain't white you just ain't white that's what it is you know like you could put white on your birth certificate all you want to you know you still probably more indigenous than european blood or whatever it, it, it just and it just made me man i'm like you think because it's 2019 racism is supposed to be dead and cured like no you know what it just used to be more of a covert thing and now it's like they're in your face and they're mm-hmm. like this is me they used to bite their tongue a little bit more now people are i don't even think i don't like, think i think they're more i think they became more like introverts like they're like closet races. I think it has kind of no, reversed. No, I think they're more. No, they're not. I think the closet races feel more comfortable coming out and saying things. I don't know. I feel like it's always been that way. I feel like now, like I think it's, it appears to be more out there because of social media, the technology. Mm. But I feel like it's always been that way. It's just like now they probably like closing up a little bit because now they don't want to be exposed. So now it's like now like okay, just oh, by oh, putting oh, this yeah, out there, they record it, record it, put me exactly. So now they like they crawling back into their little hole, you know. But now like it's always been that way, you know. But now I feel like they just, you know, they're just trying to put on a mask and be I something like that they're not. Everybody, yeah. I don't say color. No, I actually yeah. just fuck with my people. Fuck you. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? And my thing is like, listen. You know, of course, I expect anyone to fuck with their people more than anybody else. But it's just like, I'm not going to sit here and just say, like, like no, no one can help me if you have to look like this to help me. Like, you know, I'm, I, and I would, even if I was thinking it, I would never even fucking vocalize it. Like, that really hurt this guy. And, and I said, like, well, I said, if we deal with it on a daily basis, it's just no one is saying it. They literally walk right past you. They don't acknowledge you. They And, you know, it's so many of you guys. Yeah. That- that's so easy for them to do because mm-hmm. I'm thinking about when I was working um, in retail and it wasn't a ton of us yeah you know what I mean so it's just like if two people was on break you only had maybe two or three other people in the store mm-hmm. and these you know we were pretty much people of color yeah so it's like you have no choice you have a choice yeah. and most of my department are people from different backgrounds right. like you have a little sprinkle, a little white here and there, but most of us are like um, Black American, Caribbean, from some Spanish-speaking country, Asian. You know, it's like a mixture. So it's like for you to just try to like discriminate, like it's. I don't know. I I, I don't know. Mm, I kind of. Um, did you see that chip that clip of Trina? Yeah, this lady. I was like, yo, Trina, don't be starting. Like she, she minds her own such business. A quiet person. She minds her business. She not with this shit. She want to get her checks. Let me tell you something. The, I'm, like, there's a reason why things like that doesn't happen to me. Like it has to be a reason because I'm either never around, like or like when, like if I was around when like like if I was right next to my coworker right when it happened, it would. I don't know what would have happened. Like I would have been like. 
we're gonna have to do something because I would what I would have been like is like ma'am hold on I got the right person I would have got my white sales my white co-worker he don't play none of that shit he would have ripped her a new asshole been the nastiest motherfucker to her and I, or I would have got management like I would have I don't even know if I would I probably would have said something and lose my lose my damn job because I, I just feel like there's there isn't enough space or agency for you to harness and hold that much anger and hate inside your heart like I cannot wake but up in their world in their world but it's just like okay but I just don't like me I just can't wrap my mind around it like you, this person could be your best fucking friend and give you that glass of water when you're sick but you won't know because you're nasty and whatever ideologies that was taught to you as a kid you're holding on to it instead of st- taking a step back and analyzing the fuck shit right that's the issue that I'm having with these people and I'm just like you know what and like I keep telling people like this shit is temporary Barry, it is what it is like you know like this is why i don't like to fuck with the general public in this type of setting because if this was my business bitch you gotta go like you i'm sorry this is not how we operate you can take yourself hating hate hating as per as personality your spirit your energy needs to get the fuck out of here we don't service customers like you got on your phone and said i couldn't call her a nigger yeah right and be mad I just don't have time. I, I just don't have time for that. Yeah, I could. T- Trina wanted to fuck that lady up. But see, that, that's my thing. I think that will be the time. Like, there's no talking. I'm not gonna say tell you to but say it again. But I know she probably thinking like this could be a lawsuit. lawsuit. Yeah. I know she probably thinking about for me. Like, I probably would just spit on you. At that point, I might. I might just spit on you because for you to call me a nigger bitch, not a nigger bitch. That's something that. I could argue with a white person and I don't think anything derogatory in my mind because just because me and you don't agree does not make you make you a racist right you know or I could argue anyone doesn't mean just because we don't agree on something and we just don't disrespect you disrespect you like that or be ignorant or think that you're a racist or say something about your complexion or anything this is not how it's going to be but for you to literally that's like that's something that you had to say over like a little bump that could have been excused right there's something brewing inside of you. There's a lot of hate, and you know, you, I'm like, you know, you wanna get knocked the fuck out, and you try. To, I'm surprised Trina didn't stomp her ass, but I get it because no. it's lawsuits. And somebody was saying too, like, yo, it's crazy. Like Trina has, I think she has like potato chips that she, that she sells and wrap snacks. Yeah, wrap snacks or whatever it is. The fact that it's crazy, like you're you're actually selling product in that store, and for you to be disrespected in the store that your products are being sold in. It speaks oh, value. Walmart got wrap snacks? Huh? Walmart got wrap snacks? I think in that area, yeah. Uh-huh. I haven't been to Walmart in a minute. Yeah, so so it was just like, it's crazy, like, you you really think about it, and it's like, yo, like, regardless, and this is why I try to tell people, like, regardless of how much money you make or or where how you change the zip code and where you decide to reside, and they don't care about how much money is in your bank account, you're still going to be a nigga. Right, right. And that lady didn't know that was true, she was just looking at but, a but, black person. Exactly my point. But it's just like, there are people out there be like, yeah, that's not going to happen to me because I live it here now and I got this. And, I feel like you know, you're stressed with that because you're outnumbered. And yeah. And feel more comfortable. Exactly. Man, listen. I have experience. I, I met somebody who was really, really well off. He was a basketball player. He used to play for the Nets, if I'm not mistaken, or the Knicks. And he thinks because he changed his zip code, 
none of that's going to happen. He's never going to experience it. Like, he's just so blinded. And I'm like, this is the problem. Like, you motherfuckers are so, you guys are so focused on trying to avoid us and avoid who you are that you're not even living in a reality. Mm-hmm. Like, you're, you're literally in a dream world and you're li- trying to be blinded by the shit that you experience every day, which subconsciously is going to fuck, fuck with you. Because it's, it's, it, in all actuality, in my mind, how I'm looking at it is like you trying to be something that you're not and that you will never be. That shit really bothered me. I felt so bad for him. Like I, I was like, yo, as I, as I experience it every day here. I, I experience racism every day. I just don't let it fuck with me. As long as they don't verbalize some shit, yeah, I'm we don't have an issue. Like, don't have disrespect me in my face. Yeah. You just, listen, you, when I walk away, you call me everything but the child of God, but don't say it to my face. I'm going to be like, who who you, excuse me, who who, who are you talking to? Like, who are you seeking to? Oh, okay. These customers think, like, because you, because you're employed that you need, like, and it's crazy because a lot of people that I work with are millionaires. People work for fun to keep their mind sharp. Mm. Like one of my coworkers, same age as me, twenty eight years old. He has five multi multi uh, family apartment um, houses in Newark. He doesn't have to work, and he's getting his six work for discount. Discount. Some people just work for the health insurance. Like, like I don't want to, you know, go through the state and pay more money. Like it's not a big deal. I just work here. I'm not gonna kill myself. My like. mom literally got a job at her favorite jewelry store because she wanted the discounts. Exactly. And she only and works there for holidays, but she's like she still has access to the discount. And, and that's what I'm saying. Like people, people think because you work in somewhere, you got this, that means you're kind of broke. Like this older white guy I work with, he's him and his partner. Um, they he doesn't have to work either. His partner takes care of him. But he's like, you know, I'm just gonna work to keep my mind sharp. He's older. He's like 65. So he's just like, you know, we own a couple of houses. We own some rental properties and things like that. I was doing it just, I just want to just keep stay active. Cause you know, I don't want to just sit around and my brain. Like so Alzheimer's. Yeah. So, I mean, like, uh, and that's the thing that kills me. Cause they think because you're working in retail, like you don't have, like have anything going on outside of that. Servant. Yeah. And that's the thing. Oh God. This is why I say this, this shit is peasantry. Cause they treat you like fucking peasants. No matter all the good customer service, everything that you do, they treat you like and shit. And they feel comfortable because they're in a space where they feel that they'll be protected first. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I don't have time for that. So it's like kind of the easiest way to discriminate. Mm-hmm. Be racist, you know. Talk down on someone just because you're having a shitty day. Yep. Girl. I'm over it. I feel like like so much happened within the past week. So I'm like, what do I like what? Do? I'm sorry, I don't I don't have time for shit anymore. You know who I think should well I think she I think maybe she just announced that she's no longer performing. I don't think Summer Walker should I don't think do she should anything perform. but make music and put it out. Yeah, she's because did you see clips she, I think she performed in L.A. Yeah, she went on the stage. I, not even that. She was on stage just like, no, no nothing. Like, if, have you ever seen Beyonce perform? I'm yeah. not, okay, everybody's not Beyonce. Yeah. 
But you know what Beyonce gives you. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you've been to other concerts with other people. Yeah. You know what they give you. This girl, she she just like she looked bored. Like, why am I here? Yeah, but this but this is what I was saying from earlier because I was I think I, what, what post I commented on that you liked. Um, I think it was Gossip in the City. Gossip Gossip in the it? City. Remember, I made a comment like I don't know why people are surprised about Summer Walker. Like, was it you that liked it? I don't know. Yeah. So so Gossip in the City. They made a post about like. I guess someone, I don't know if either someone Walker was just responding to fans or another fan, a fan was like. Was it about hugging? Because she don't want to hug people? Or something about a meet and greet. I don't know. It was something, was it. something about that along those lines and something about like her performing. Let me say something. Summer Walker's first concert, Homegirl was wearing slippers on stage. Wearing bunny slippers on stage. This woman said from the fucking beginning, I don't like to perform. I don't want to perform. Now, I it's more so like for me, it's just one of those things how I look at it. It's like, you know what? She treats it like a job. It's not a love for her. Now, does she like to make music? I believe she likes to make music. I think I don't think she likes to, she, she doesn't like the music that she just put out. She don't think she likes that? No. And I'm going to tell you why. Because she made a, I don't know, um, what you call it? Uh, London on the track put out a song and I think they about to release it I think they just put Chris Brown on it I'm, I'm assuming because Chris Brown said they be coming out with a song but it's like a snippet of a new song and it sounds really good it actually sounds really fire and then she reposted that video and said this is the last type of song y'all gonna get out of me I don't, I don't like this music I'm going back to my Negro spirituals and then London commented on that same post on her page, like the reason why we put her that type of album out to get her numbers up. Okay. So this is not the her last. This last album is not. This is not music she wants to perform. She likes like like some. What is it? Um, last day of summer and the other the other EP with the four songs, um, clear or whatever it is. That's the type of music she likes to make. I don't think Summer Walker is a star. I don't. I don't know. I think she. I, don't, I think she's somebody who is gonna make music and never perform and write for other people. I think that's where probably she shines. I think the team behind her. I think they see bigger things for her, but that's not her. Yeah, I and most people would be like, "Oh, I'm with the shits." She's like, "No, no." And I just like, she, I was like, "Yo, if I ever paid to see somebody perform and they was doing what she was doing on stage, like even when." Um, there was like a part when okay, Usher was a special guest. Oh, Usher yeah, comes did. out. I, first of all, you know the crowd about to be hot. This is the song that everyone basically loves on this album. Mm-hmm. She looked at Usher like, oh hey, and then she uh, said she has anxiety. So we don't know how that's playing into that role. I don't know if she's lying or not, but I don't take mental health or mental I illness. Think, I definitely think. Summer Walker has some things going on. Yeah, I think, yeah. So I'm like, I don't play around with people. People say they might have an issue. I take it seriously. I don't take it lightly. I don't think she's making an excuse because she gives this every time on stage. And I feel like until you're in her shoes and actually performing in front of people, you can't tell people how to react or how to do anything. But I feel like I'm not going to go. I feel like she's doing, the only reason why she's doing touring is maybe whoever she signed to, management, label, whatever, they're forcing her to do it. Exactly. And this is why... Okay, we basically all know that the music industry is shit. Yeah. And clearly there is no artist development. Right. Because 
we all this shit that's going on with her i mean granted now we have instagram like there's a platform so you know More they accessible. can voice their opinions however yeah. any type of day but that would have never gone on not we would have never known what she was going through behind the scenes exactly you know, all the motherfuckers depressed they all stressed they all yeah. Sometimes, yeah, they don't be liking their albums or whatever. Yeah. All that shit happens, but we don't know about it. And I do think this is a case of having, like, a super money-hungry team behind you. Them saying, we invested all this money on you, all this other stuff. Like, you need to do what people want from you. She comes out with this bomb album. Everyone's happy with it. But, like you said, she she said she didn't like She doesn't hear. She said, like, this is, like, the last type of song y'all gonna get out of me. This is not something... Like, I, like Summer Walker, like, she likes soul music. And maybe that's why she's so lackluster on stage. Exactly. It's not coming from the heart. Okay, that makes sense. It makes sense because I, like, that's why I was like, I'm like, thank God. Because I personally didn't care for her album. This album, I think was, thought was terrible. The only song I like is Nobody Else. And I think Me or Mine, whatever the song the is. The only song I is like is on me. Body. My body, your body. That song and the song with Usher. The I'm first song was like, like that. this is childish. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's not, not for grown, grown. It's not for grown women. And I'm I, not ready. I didn't like it. I'm not about to kill for no. Like I don't care about that. Yeah, I'm not, like, not mentally. I'm not there. I'm not. That's why I, I think and that's the thing. So I, I didn't care for the album. I was kind of. Dis- I was extremely disappointed. The only song I listened to on her album is Nobody Else, which was produced by the magnificent Stevie J, which I should have known because he had that beat saved for years. God, he played it on um, his Instagram. He had a video out, and it was the same beat. He had that shit saved. I don't know who he was thought he was going to give it to, but he gave it to the right motherfucking person, and I think she did a great job on that album. And I'm like, I, I hope that the next project because she said something about january i don't know about what's gonna happen in january I think she needs to take a break mentally physically oh yeah she needs emotion. to take a break and, that's, and, she, and she said there's a reason why she named it over it because i think like now it's like it's no more there's no longer fun there's no longer a passion for her because now it's 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 too much politics too many politics too much politics and but I that's think- what happens when you sign to people and you know what's gonna suck is that she now she's gonna move forward with her own music and people are going to be stuck in like this last album. Yeah. Because it was, everyone's like, this is great. And I think I didn't like it. And so. I didn't like that shit at all. It sounded like she was rap singing the whole the time. The young girls love shit like that. They love all that toxic love, all that. Yeah. They eat that shit up. It's, yeah. That's what you, that's what, those are the things when you're a certain age, those are the things that you think are cute. Yeah, shit like, like that. Yeah, I can keep that. I'm like, I'm. As I said, this album is not for grown women. Like, I've been there, done that. This maybe when this album came out when I was 20. No, I wouldn't even like that because at 2021, I was bumping Jill Scott and Erica Badu. Like, even when I was going through it with this guy, I was talking to. I want to say back in 2000, early two. I was like 2021. 20, Jill Scott had some a- album out, and I was bumping Teacher Teacher Moses real hard. Her old album, her first album. Yeah, yeah, that ain't everybody good. I, I can't. I, I was listening to like Beyonce. Oh yeah, I was listening to Beyonce too. Oh, Don't get yeah. me wrong. I was listening, I was actually listening to Beyonce on the Aaliyah. way to work. Who? Aaliyah. Oh yeah, that. But okay, Aaliyah. But her the, Aaliyah's music. If she was to release that shit today, it was it was not gonna. It won't transcend. Aaliyah had some soul in her her music. You know what? I'm actually okay. I'm one of those people, like, I really love R&B music. Me too. That's basically what I kind of really listen to, because I feel like everything else will drive me crazy. 
I listen to rap music like when I'm in the gym to get me going. But usually, I like to leave it to R&B. Now, for like years, I've only been listening to old shit. Yeah, me too. Um, But recently, I have gotten into a lot of newer acts. Like, there are some R&B acts that I'm like in love with. And some of these albums came out in 2017. I'm just like, like, have you ever heard of Division? Yeah, I didn't couldn't get into them though. So there, I don't really care for the new music they have, but they made an album in 2017 and 2015. That man can fucking like no, yeah, he can say. Oh my god! And I Definitely. learned from him, but I learned about him from listening to uh, Tiny Desk on YouTube, yeah. where they have a bunch of artists come in and sing songs. I was just like, and even I know. Like, we wasn't fucking with Daniel Caesar because he... I'm still listening to Daniel Caesar. I just now became... Are like you serious? Fan. Yeah, yeah. When I tell you, I'm very stuck. Like, I'm very... Daniel picky. Caesar is fucking phenomenal. Daniel Caesar. Uh, who else do I you have? You know who everybody... I, this is White Boy. I love him so much. Like, he's from Long Island. His name is Mac Ares. I'm telling you... Okay, I'm going to download him. Mac Ares... Soulful as fuck. Like I even put my mama on. My mama is more like a a music soul child, Eric Robeson, Jill Scott type of neo soul type of thing. And my mama even like Mac Ares. And like he is actually on tour right now. Me and Nikki might be going to his show in next month. Hopefully I can get off of work. Mm-hmm. Um, but he is a fucking phenomenal artist. Can like you spell it. It's just Mac, and, and then Ares is A Y. R-E-S. Okay, now that sounds a little... You might have seen me post it in my story. Okay. Mac Ares. I love him. Um, I found some other girl, like um, Tiffany Goucher. She's actually was on his album. There's another chick named Amber Oliver. Um, there's an, I, it's like a lot of underground acts that I fuck I with. I feel like... I, I know he gets a lot of hate. Who? Jacquees. That don't blame him. He, he can, can sing. sing. And he's talented. Like, sing. And he's very talented. Not sing, but he can sing. He's very talented. Like, he's very talented. He just fucked up when he just tried to be the king of R&B. And I'm like, you don't you know what it is? I, here's the thing. We have to think about when T.I. called himself the king of the South. What yeah. was that? Yeah. I no. mean, because <laughs> there had been plenty of acts who are better than you that had come out. Mm-hmm. Outcast was out. Like, so yeah. many people was out. You know what I'm saying? Or when you think about, even when Lil Wayne started calling himself best rapper alive since the best rapper retired. Who was the best rapper that retired? Remember when Jay-Z Oh, the speaking, yeah. Yeah, and so, I feel like, shit, maybe sometimes you gotta put yourself on a platform and call yourself something. Because I'm not, maybe he, maybe he doesn't have, like, Cause who would? I feel like we had this conversation. Let's not do that again. But maybe you have to call yourself something and believe that just to make it happen. Maybe. And I think. Yeah, I think his voice is amazing. Yeah, he's good. But there's so many, so many underground artists that I like. Mariah the Scientist. Oh, I, I like heard her. her. I gotta look into her. Her beats are kind of uh, '80s. But I think the songs are like it's kind of R and B popish. It's like a really good mix, but I think it's good. Okay, I, I, um, I don't know about pop, but I'll give it a shot. Cause I feel like right now every music is too mainstream, and I feel like everybody's trying to sound like Janae Aku. 
Okay, so this girl actually let me play one of her songs that because I feel like it's right now it's too everybody's trying to rap that into like that light like, yeah like it's like a um like everybody it's like trap soul like everyone everybody wants to be a Janaeaku or a Bryson Tiller it's like when Bry- Bryson Tiller came out that that changed the fucking game like yes. that changed and people trying to label that as R and B no a new genre was created. And that's trap soul, and that's fine. But don't try to combine that with R and B because it's not R and B. Trap soul, he's literally rapping. And he's rap. He's rapping. That's true. That could be like a Tory Lanez too. Yeah, Tory Lanez. I'm so excited for Chicks Take Five to come out. I don't like Tory Lanez. I don't like his music like that. I can't get into it. I think it. you would love his Chicks tapes. I don't care. I can't care for his music. I can't. I don't. I don't. I can't get into it. I just. I, I'm not, not saying take away from his artistry like he's a great artist but I just feel like I just can't me personally I can't get into it so if you aren't into Tory Lanez either Chicks Tape 5 is coming out this Friday and basically they are just mixtapes of old songs that we all love that he remixed and like makes into totally different songs and they're fucking amazing I've I have them all in my phone I've been a Tory Lanez uh, fan for There's like years. one song I like by Tory Lanez and what? that's it. I forgot the name of it. It's on my phone. So I'm really, really excited. He put out the song with what's his name? T-Pain. That was cute. The I'm Sprung remix. I guess it's not a remix but his flip on I'm Sprung. Um, but this is the first mainstream chicks tape that he's done. The rest are just like mixtapes. He don't make no money off of them. But this one he's actually like putting on oh, iTunes oh, and trying to okay. get money off of it. Uh, okay, I'm gonna play this Mariah the Scientist song. I'm gonna tell y'all up front, it's about her wanting to kill her boyfriend. Okay. So it's random, but I think it's so good. No. Don't put me onto this girl. I don't like it. She has. She a- sounds. Um, I, I can see why you see, but it sounds very eighty-ish. Yeah, because the beat is kind of eighty-ish. But I like her. I'm like, maybe I have to listen to her whole album. I'm gonna give her sh- her music a shot. Yeah, it's called Master. Master. Um, and how you spell Mariah? M A R. Yeah, just regular Mariah. Mariah the scientist. I think the. I guess it's a little mixtape. I think it's cute. Um, I also like Iron Ray. Nikki told me she's going to see Iron Ray the week Who? of Iron Ray. Who the fuck is that? This fine ass guy from LA. You never heard of R and Ray? Nikki told you she's gonna see him? Yeah, Nikki told me she had tickets. R and Ray? R and Ray. He has a song with Kalani, I'm gonna play a little bit. Sorry for that up, but it sounds very mediocre. Um <laughs> He has good music. And he okay. I'm not sure. I just think maybe that song just. I'm more it. stuck on his face. Let me see what he look like. Let me see. Girl, this man is a zaddy. Oh, what you say? He is so fine. Oh, yeah, he is good. Okay. Of course, I, like he likes. Of course, like he does. Because he, he he's light. What? 
Nikki love her some. Oh, Nikki like like Nikki, Nikki won't admit it, but she all her men look the same. Dawn tried to call me out on like and like skin. I said, Dawn, think about what I've dated. Stop it. Uh huh. Stop it. She girl. tried to call me out too, and I'm like, no, that's what comes to me. I don't choose them. They come to me. Oh. And and I don't. Nikki, all the guys that Nikki like that I like skin, they all look alike. Yeah. Yeah, they all look alike. I'm just like figures they look like they could be all cousins or some shit oh my god but no mac Ayers, i think everybody should just look into him he's very matter of fact i was lucky day that guy i saw him perform at um when her and our erica badu performed at the uh what you call it you know who has a beautiful voice and i really want him to uh fucking luke james oh do you remember did you did you see his performance for tony braxton no oh my god he killed it he, they did a Tony Braxton tribute, and they was given the Soul Train Awards was given to Tony Braxton. Award. Oh yes, yes, he yes annihilated that stage. His voice is. Anointed. I was like, oh, he needs to be a star because he can sing. You know, Mac Ayres is one of like my favorite people. I'm about to play a song if I could find his album because it's downloaded to my thing. No, that's not who. This song. The song that is um if anybody know him, his last well he just released something um called um The Juice Box came out a couple weeks ago. But yeah, I'm gonna play something like from his old one. Now. I always like to listen to the top song on Apple. Hold on. You have to hear me play this song. Oh, this is so This was from Long Put me to bed. You think so? Yeah. Okay. But it's supposed to be it's relaxing. It's, yes, it's relaxing. Get it's cleaning music. Relaxing. Get home cleaning or smoke a blunt. Drink a glass of wine. It's music like that. Okay. This is gonna be the last song. Is by Division. All right. Let me hear. It's it. so fucking good. I heard that song before. to conceive a child to this song I love it yeah this is like a song oh my god I'm like I kind of see Maxwell vibes yes and they have a song where they mix a Maxwell song yeah I love this song. That's what I want to hear when I get in a man car. Okay. Yeah, I don't want to hear like yo fucking bitches <sighs> in the back seat. Man, I was just 
I've been listening to that album on repeat. It's called what is it called? It's so old, y'all. It's twenty. It's twenty seventeen. It's called Morning After. I'm telling you, it's like amazing. It just makes me happy. happy. I'm like, oh, this makes, makes me want to be in love. love, and that's why I have to listen to R&B because I need, like, I need those type of vibes. Yeah, and you know what too, like. It, it, I, what I want people to do, I want people to do their homework and really research kilohertz in music because it, everything's based off of vibrations. And this is why I tell people all the time you have to be careful what you listen to on a daily basis because if all you're listening to is trap, and unfortunately, a lot of rap nowadays, hip hop and trap is negative, it's not positive. It's not positive. They're telling you. They go and kill somebody. They're going to do super all these drugs. They fucking multiple women exchanging energies with different people. It's too much negativity. And it sounds like people are depressed, depressed and trying to find themselves. But that's really the thing. People are making money off of mental health. Yeah. And that's the thing. And that music literally, when when you look into Kilohertz, you can see the correlation between the music that is pushed on upon us. And that, that shit leads to different things. Because now it's like, okay, you have to live a certain lifestyle. You have to portray a certain, portray a certain lifestyle on, on, on social media. That shit can fucking break you down. Next you know, you're running to a fucking psychologist. Now they want to put you on Adderall or some type of some type of medication. Everything goes hand in hand. And, and, and I'm not dragging it. I'm telling you. Look into kilohertz. They, they, I have what I call plant-growing music. There's music that I play. Yes. Mm-hmm. play that makes my plants grow and then if i stop playing that music and start listening to more like sometimes i get in a mood where i want to just listen to rick ross or you know listen to some hip-hop all day and i continue to listen to it all the time my plants literally start turning brown no matter it is and they get the same amount of sunlight same amount of water i'm telling you if that if that's happening to our plants what do you think is happening to our, our cells and our body our brains because music will literally break down a barrier in your brain and hypnotize you Cause even like when you listen to certain music, you'd be like, "Yo, I feel like you know, I feel like going and be, sell drugs today." And you don't even know how to get, even get fucking drugs to sell. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes Yo. you want to cheat on your spouse, and you'd be like, "That's not even me." Lately, I've actually been working out to R and B, and Don was like, "You're a psycho," and I was like, "I do it all the time." Um, oh, well, I used to. <laughs> lately, I've just been. Well, I always listen to R and B, but I used to only listen to rap to work out, but. The past few times I've been in the gym and I have listened to rap, there's a playlist on Apple, it's called Rap Life, and they just constantly upload it with, like, the newest rap music. And it's just an easy go-to, especially if you don't really... You know sometimes when you go to the club and everybody knows something, so you, you don't, don't know, know it? it? Yeah. So sometimes I like to listen to it because I'm like, all right, at least I'll be in the know. Like, I went out this weekend and some song came on, everyone was like, bah, bah, uh, 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 and I was like, I've never heard this it's song so ever. And I didn't have that same feeling they had, so I... I try to listen to the playlist so I don't feel left out when I actually do decide to step out the house. Um, but, oh my God, yeah, I lost my train of thought. Anyways, so lately I've been working out to R&B music and Don was like, you're a serial killer. But I'm like, I, it's still, I work out the same. Oh, okay, I know what I was going to say. The past few times that I've played the playlist, some songs will play and I'm like, what the fuck are these people talking about? Yeah, that's hilarious. Like, I, I don't even want to... I don't even care for the beat. Like, it's just... The music, the rap music has been very weird. Very preschool. Yeah, very, like, and very elementary. Like, it's, it sounds like nursery rhymes. I turn off shit so quick and I just be like, oh, no. So, lately, I've... Or, I, I have, like, a old... 
like a 90s early thousands um workout playlist that i like to listen to that's like it's kind of like upbeat r&b so i'll listen to that but i don't know how anybody honestly like how do people listen to rap all day long i i I personally don't know how anyone could do it that shit will fuck with my head like like just think about how because you're listening to negativity most of the time because they're not talking about anything positive right like you're literally exposing yourself and allowing that negativity to enter you now i'm wrong some of them some things are are a bop and that's very true but all day every day that shit it eats away at you it literally it's like you thinking you something you're not (laughs) and that's the and that's the thing because of the vibrations of the music the kilohertz i'm telling you when you understand kilohertz you understand why like i never listen to music like certain music too 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 much and when i when i learned about kilohertz i want to say maybe a few years ago i said oh no and that's when I really started noticing my plants, and I said that's very true. And I did a kind of did a mini experiment, experiment, and that's when I noticed my plant plants only grow at a when I listen to certain music, especially when I listen to Maxwell. That's a fact. I'm telling you, Maxwell makes my plants grow. Okay, so I have a question. Not really a question, because I already kind of know what I want to do, so it doesn't matter. So this weekend I went out and I ran into this guy that we, he was trying to talk to me, but at the time, why are you looking at me like this? No, my pants are hurting. Oh, you looking at me like, no, I was on, this thing was hurting me. I'm sorry. I'm bloated. He was trying to talk to me, but when he was trying to talk to me, he had a girlfriend. And so I wouldn't I wouldn't give him not one like he was like can I take you out can I, do? I said you have a girlfriend and I remember he had expressed like and it was kind of weird to me that he had expressed that he was like I have one a girlfriend but like I'm not really happy and from our conversations like I really like you and I could see myself being with you and I was just like we haven't been on we haven't spent any alone time together we haven't been on a date like where are you getting this right like this deep feeling this connection from whatever you know i always feel like men just want to sleep with you so everything's game right so i feel like once he noticed that i wasn't going to budge Uh um he unfollowed me and we would see each other a few times and i would see him with his girlfriend I would greet them, hey, hey, hi, cute girl, so sweet, would greet them, keep it moving, like, because I'm not messy, I wouldn't be like, hey, y'all, how you doing, blah, blah, and keep it moving, so I see him at the party, and he was like, oh, hey, like, I really miss you, and so I asked him what he missed about me, because we, we never got a long time with each other, like, we never kicked it like that we only talked mm-hmm. in dms so i'm like well what do you miss about me he was like i miss our conversations i miss and i'm like yeah but we didn't even really whatever so he was like you know but i know we had an ordeal and i was like well what ordeal yeah, you said, yeah. and he was like you know well i was interested in you but i had a girlfriend and you declined and i said yeah 
that makes sense, right? You in a relationship? He was like, well, you know, I'm single now. And I didn't want to say this at the party, but because I just didn't want to kill. Like, it was a it was a great night. I was like, I'm not killing no vibes. Like, I, and I also wasn't trying to get into a serious conversation because my mind's already made up, kind of. But I'm like, I can't date you because you have no loyalty. Yeah. Like, you already showed me that that's something you could do to me. Me, right. And so... Why would I even invest my time and energy? How can I trust you? You know, and I remember in the DMs at one point, he was even like, just telling me how he was unhappy with his situation. And I was like, but this isn't my business. Yeah. You, I could see if like maybe you broke up with this person and now you are expressing these things, but you are still in this situation. I feel like that's just game. And I was just like, I do. I feel like it's game. No. I feel like it's game. I feel like they want you to have a pity party for them, and also to kind of like they're trying to plant that seed so it can grow, so you can maybe um, marinate on it. And then it's just like, well, he's not on, he's unhappy, so he might be on the verge of breaking up with her. So maybe I can continue this conversation, and next thing you know, it goes into something else. Or maybe I feel like sometimes I think women are flattered by that, like, oh, he has someone, but he's interested in me. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I find it more insulting. For I find it very insulting the fact that you have a girlfriend and you're trying to make me number two. Like, first of all, you think I'm that ignorant? I automatically just label him disloyal. Disloyal. I think it's just like, uh, not even, like, I feel like you, you think that I would want to play second fiddle. Are you out of your fucking mind? Like, I don't know my self-worth? Because I would never be number one. Ever. And then you probably would deny me and hurt me. And then I get my feelings caught up in something like. And you guys have more of a history. Yeah. Like, you owe me absolutely nothing. And I'm more understand, like, some in some situations that. It does happen where, you know, you do meet the true love of your life, I guess, while you're with somebody else. And I think that's very rare. But I understand that happens. That does happen. But at the same time, like, if you're extremely unhappy, you will leave. There's nothing holding you guys together. You're not living together. You're not married. Nothing. And I had also been in settings where kind of close settings with them. So. I don't know why I feel like I know who you're talking about, but okay. Uh, yeah because i feel like i I know it's a similar that sounds so fucking familiar and i'm just like it's probably not who i'm talking about but it sounds very similar to a situation that i know i just feel like i just don't understand but you know i know women who will probably fall for that and i was just like yeah and as we were and like i said i didn't want because when you bring out words like this loyal to people that they, could, that, that like punctures their heart that will piss them off and so I was just but like, it is because when you're in a relationship with somebody you're supposed to be loyal and faithful because if the shoe was on the other foot you wouldn't want your girlfriend out there be like I'm unhappy he does this and that third I want to fuck with you you want to probably wring her neck like I remember this guy was I was talking to I remember um he was telling me he didn't want to fuck with his baby mother no more. She, she fucked up his credit. He was trying to help her out. She don't want to do nothing. She's lazy. Whatever. He wants to still with her. Man, that motherfucker is, is, is been on and off with her for the whole time. He loved her because that was his fiance. Mm. And, you know, I understand, like, he, he wanted, and they, he had a baby by her. So the little girl is maybe like two years old, three years old now. Maybe. And 
he was he was pouring out everything like i knew this girl business i knew she was very irresponsible he was like i would give her money to pay the rent she wouldn't pay the rent like you know i'm like we getting letters and i'm like i gave you bread to pay the landlord what the fuck is going on da-da-da. you know and i and, I'm, and now when i see her like this man this motherfucker already let me know we like know all the tea. i'm all the tea i'm like you 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 cute but you are a bum at, at heart you know but it's like are you telling me this because you want me to give you a pity party and like, well, maybe he's I mean, unhappy and I'm maybe he's gonna be with me, like, or but look at him opening up to me, me, like it means something, mm. like he values my input and he 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 cares about me and trusts me enough with his business, like, no, motherfuckers do this all the time, and I'm like, oh, okay, well, once you become single and you wash your hands and you're done, maybe we can revisit this, but until then, we're gonna hang this up, right. There's nothing to talk about because I first of all I don't want the drama I don't want to fight nobody I don't want I don't want the karma I don't want the karma I already feel like I can't find a man to sleep with like I sleep with somebody man and throw that in there like that's a wild card exactly I don't want that karma because let me say not even that that karma may not come to you but it may go to somebody that you love like your child or something like that like this becomes a generational curse I don't I don't want to deal with that. You know, like, and then if you know what happens to you, like, why did he cheat on me? Well, it was okay for you to be the other woman. Right, right. I, now you have an issue because now it was being done to you. You know, it's a part of the game. Charge it to the game. You know, that's the, that's what you want to do. But I'm not, I'm not playing second fiddle. Then I can't call your phone certain times of night because you with her. And I got to see y'all posted up on the gram like you're happy. Like, I'm going to be pissed. Like, who has time for that? I'm, I feel like I, I have done, I've been through too much. I had to work on myself so much to heal. I'm not going to put myself in a situation like that. Right. To become damaged in other ways. That No, I'm not doing it. It's all right. I'm good. Y'all can keep that. I'm good. I agree. Yeah. And I was just... I remember years ago, I was just like, shit, if you do this to... And it seemed like they would... They seemed like a great couple to me. But he was like, "Yeah, I'm single now, and this and that. I was like, what? "Do I even believe you? Mm-hmm. Do I even like? I don't know." And I and it's like, and I wouldn't even give a fuck because it's like, like I said, like these motherfuckers be lying every day just to get some pussy. Like, just the thing about it, it's really just vagina. It's vagina. You gonna do all this? But like and my pussy could be whack. My pussy could be so fucking whack. But you went through all this hard work. To try to finesse me out of some pain. Like, you a grown ass man. You still trying to finesse pussy? Oh, girl, it, I don't get tired of that. It's like pussy never changes. Seriously? It's the same thing. It's just a different on somebody else. It's vagina is going to be the same. Either That's literally be, it, though. It's literally vagina. That's the Either key. somebody knows That's how to work it or they don't. It's just, I don't know. Like, I just can't be like just slam dancing with people just because. Like, imagine women just be like, yo, my man ain't this and uh uh uh. And they just you just sleeping with tens and tens and hundreds of men at one time. That is a while. Like y'all can keep that. Yeah, I'm. That's a STD waiting to happen. And you can't tell me you unhappy with someone that you staying with. I was like, well, doing shit. Something working in there. Yeah, something. She must be a good something? fucking cook. She must wash your drawers and press them out. Cause you ain't getting that shit from me. Yeah, I was like, um, I ain't being. I don't got time for that. I ain't being a part and of I, that shit. And, and so I, when he approached me, I'm just like, he was like, you know, when you're ready, like I would just like to spend some one on one time. And like the whole time in my mind, I was like, just loyal. 
you show me you've already showed me something that i know i i can't be comfortable yeah with. like i'm good off you bro like we could be friends absolutely bye i'm good off of you we could, we could really be great friends yeah i was like yo men are so messy very messy i don't have to have um, Let's talk about the the young woman who was murdered by her roommate and her boyfriend. That was sad. I don't even know the details behind. I don't even know what happened. I think today, I know. I think I saw today that what happened was the roommate and the other girl that killed her. They got into a fist fight, and the boyfriend intervened, and the boyfriend ended up choking choking the girl to death. And that's when they put her body in like a container or a bin. And set it in the park. That's what I saw today. I think I saw it. I forgot who. I think I, I think I saw it on Sean King. And I, and what could have been the cause of the fight is earlier. I guess sometime last month, the roommate um, had filed a police report saying that that boyfriend was kissing on her and touching mm-hmm. on her. Yeah, and she didn't want that. And I was just like, yo. The old, cause they're everyone's like what twenty one. They're going to wake up one day and realize that that was the stupidest shit that they've ever thrown their life away for. And I think every, I was under the impression that that girl would be in sex trafficked. Cause you know all, all we've been hearing about is sex trafficking, sex trafficking in Atlanta. Right. Like sex trafficking is sex trafficking. So I was like, damn, th- you know somebody probably got her or whatever like that. Um. I that that doesn't sound too far-fetched honestly it really doesn't but it i don't know i just it's just unfortunate because you send your child away to school to get an education and their body and their body's found in the fucking park over some miserable shit they said that those girls like they was like friends like yeah my right hand man on some shit like that it's just like and the thing is like the girl was putting up uh, missing person reports on her page or Instagram. Ooh. Like, oh, help me find my friend. Sis, you was a part of the, the problem. Oh, my God. And then I want to know, how did, how did, I don't know who told on who first. But who couldn't sleep at night to say, or to be like, you know, I'm going to tell the, the cops where she is. And that, and that, and that fucks with your conscience. Because I don't know how does anyone wake up and be like. I can't go to work killing somebody. At least, um, if it wasn't in self-defense. Yeah, self-defense. That's what fucked me up. If it's in self-defense, it might fuck me a little bit, but you try to yeah, kill me. Yeah, you try to kill me or hurt my family or something like that. But to sit there and just be like, I'm just going to go and kill people. Like, I read something today where little Reese is in critical condition from getting shot in the neck. Who is little Reese? Some rapper. Um, and I was just like, who wakes up and be like, you know what? I'm going to shoot this motherfucker today. Like there's no one has that much power over me to make me want to just kill someone. Like there's no way that I could just take a gun and just shoot somebody or you know how intimate it is to strangle someone to death and how like I'm pretty sure that there's a point where you're getting strangled where you you're like I cannot breathe. Yeah. Yeah. Like to let your hands go. Yeah. But you kept going. And apparently they said he had a the guy, the boyfriend has a, a rap sheet of being like um violent. Mm-hmm. Listen, I'm good. Like I 
I, I, it's unfortunate, but you know, don't don't let this this dick get you stigmatized to the point where you know you willing to go to jail for somebody. Also, I rarely ever believe niggas. Like, it's gonna take, it would take a lot for me to be like my man telling the truth. Mm-hmm. I've seen men flip so much shit, so much shit, and you know how easy it is. Like me, uh, I was talking to Dawn about this, uh, just how easy it is for a man to manipulate a woman mm-hmm. and to turn a woman against another woman, or even a woman against her friends. Mm-hmm. You know how easy it is for a nigga to be like, yo, all your friends single, you the only one with a man. You know they mad at you. You know she jealous. That's why she told you that. She mm-hmm. jealous. And a girl will really in her mind be like, yeah, yeah. Because, and you're, like, some people think, some people will, it's always a saying like, oh, you can't talk because you're single. I'm in a relationship, so I know what I'm talking about. It's one of those things. It's just like, yeah, and I, I have something over you. Yeah, and I, like, people think because you're in a relationship, like, you know it all and, and it works. But people don't understand relationships can be the most toxic shit okay. in the world yep. and and and, I, and the most peace somebody will ever have could be being single mm-hmm. or not not they like no one weighs out the, those pros and cons and be like okay this person's in a relationship but they're getting their ass whipped cheated on disrespected mm-hmm. but yeah my friend is single because she left that abusive ass relationship you know she she left somebody who was a, a manipulator she knows herself worth what did she do to get out of that like no one is is acknowledging that or willing to say like this person saw the signs of a fucked up person this is the reason why they mm-hmm. left everybody thinks because they single somebody can't get a man or can't keep a man right that's not the case here and i hate that shit like oh she's single why would you listen to your single friend your single friend might be the person to save your ass mm-hmm. your single friend knows the signs or like oh this person can't keep a man oh maybe because they know their words yeah like and they keep coming across men who aren't meeting their expectations so they're like yeah they're not even wasting their time like yeah like and the same thing for men like some people like oh this man he never want to have a girl like no he hasn't met the woman who's willing to step up to the plate and be his backbone and support him and be kind and sweet and listen Mm -hmm. you know because sometimes i feel like as women we have this a habit included myself that i am a work in progress in is that i think i'm sometimes like i'm so used to being independent and doing on my own i don't know how to let my guard down I don't know how to let I'm somebody scared to let exactly because like I, I, like ninety five percent of the people men that we know they can't lead my ass anywhere. I'm and I want a man to lead me, but I can't trust y'all to lead me. There's no way you you can't lead me no fucking. You don't even. I have a pot to piss in and you don't. And I'm supposed to be be let you. I'm supposed to cater to you and let you be in charge and control the shit. Fuck around with you. I ain't gonna have a place to live. I have some of the most anxiety when I'm dating, especially if I actually like the person because it's driving me. The unknown sometimes can drive me crazy. But for me, the unknown is exciting when it's the right person. No, it's ex. You know what it is? It sucks so bad to fall in deep and to really like someone and some fuck shit to happen. And I feel like when you've been in a few situations where it's been like that, or the guy a ghost, or just something, it's kind of like you're so apprehensive. Yeah, absolutely. Even when everything's going right. Because I'm pretty sure we've all been in a situation where like everything was going right, and, and then that just disappeared. And yeah. like, whoa. We just planned to go somewhere last next Friday, and now you're missing, and I 
I'm never gonna speak to you. Well, you had a baby out of nowhere. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I, I, and it's and it'd be like it really wasn't you. It was me. I was fucked up. And I'm thank God that you were honest about that because the damn sure wasn't me. You know, and and I and I get it. Like on both sides of men and women, like sometimes being single is not the worst thing. It really isn't because you get to know yourself and you start dating to really find out what you like and you really learn your self-worth because you're not going to settle for the okie doke mm-hmm. you know I just I hate situations like that but whoever this boy was who supposedly strangled this beautiful young lady I hope he rots in hell and, and the girlfriend you know she's a fucking bonehead herself she's a total jackass they're all young they don't even they, I, even if at the age of 21, I'm not saying it's an excuse. I was not doing that. I'm not saying it's an excuse. What I'm saying is, it's easily, it's easy to manipulate people. It's easy to. Also, none of us was there, so we don't know how it went down. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? For all we know, he could have choked her out and she could have been like, yo, I need to call 911. I need to call. And he was like, bitch, I'll kill you too. What's up? Oh, yes. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just so much stuff that can happen. Uh, or maybe she was trying to play it cool so he didn't kill her too or maybe he came up with an idea of let's kill her and then like it's just you just don't know it could have been the best friend it could have yeah. been homegirl yeah she could have did some shit that was with the shits and then she knew her nigga was with the shits so she said let's do this we don't know you don't know dumb shit why they took it that far I don't know it could have just been a little little fight. We go in our rooms. We don't speak to each other for like a week. Maybe I need to move out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because clearly you ain't going to leave this nigga. And I just filed a police report. I don't want to be here. Like, just don't know. But I, what I know is nothing was worth taking that young woman's yeah, life. Yeah, nothing. And, then not, and now your life is, has changed. Oh, only uh, three people are basically dead. Yeah, because your purse, you're going to be in jail. Mm-hmm. And it, especially in Georgia. they not. And you're black? You think they're going to be easy on you? Absolutely not. But that's the risk that you that's the road that you chose to go down with. And the so. fact that she was missing for a week, the fact that you were posting like you didn't know it where she crazy. was at, but you knew where she was at. Listen. I just cut it. I was just like this this is just disgusting and disturbing. This is uh, I already like listen, I learned a long time ago when my cousin went to Clark Atlanta, I never forget like her roommate stole all her shit and just moved out. She came home from work one day and all her shit was gone. That was it for me. That that what? Told, yeah, I had to be like 13, 14 years old. And, and when when that happened, and that's when I said I would never live with anybody else. I would never live with a roommate. I would never have a roommate. But how you stole all my shit? Stole all her shit, couldn't find the girl, nothing. Like nothing. And my cousin worked hard for her shit. My grandmother gave her a lot of things. And that was that was and I mind you, I like I said, I was in middle school when this happened and and i said to myself i'd be damned to be living with roommates people that I'm, i don't know i don't even want to live with friends you know yeah that like i don't even want to live with friends like i i couldn't imagine being in a situation and then like your man is coming on to me i can't walk around in my panties if i wanted to i couldn't can't do this he's saying some wild disrespectful shit he's a perv I don't, I don't have and time. You're probably thinking I'm with these shit. Yeah, like, and you're not checking him because you're afraid of him. You have low self-esteem because you need this man in your life. Like, even though you, I don't have time for that. Shit. You only twenty-one. Yeah, like, yeah, like, 
Mind, like, yo, think about it. Like, think, like, uh, you're about, you're about to be 31, about to be 29. Just think about, like, when you reflect on it, think about how stupid we were. Yeah, yeah, so much shit doesn't even matter. Makes sense. It doesn't make any sense how stupid, like. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Literally. Sometimes, I, like you said, when we think about how stupid we were, I, sometimes I'll be mad at myself for, yeah. like, 10 minutes, like, why you dumbass did this? Yeah, why'd you do that? Like, doing dumb shit for these motherfuckers, like, doing real stupid shit, settling and believing them, and it's like, like, what? Like. If my daddy knew the shit that I put up with, he would fucking kick my ass. Like, why you start beef with that girl? For what? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Oh, like, why girl. with that damn boy? You know, like, it, I, I, I get it, but I wasn't that stupid. Yeah, oh, no. Like, I'm that like, shit, I'm like, yeah, I'll probably play it off. Like, yeah, if he threatened to kill me, I'm like, yeah, okay, we cool. Be calling 911 on the side. Like, y'all need to text 911. And get this motherfucker, get this motherfucker out of my face mm-hmm. or whatever. If that's if that's what happened, I'm not saying it did, but because then it's just like she, you know what? She would have went to jail, but she's about to get life. She wouldn't have got life how she called ASAP. Like, mm-hmm. but it's it's deserved. Oh, that shit is not okay. Not okay. You don't do that to people. Mm-hmm. So Alicia Keys. Um. Oh my God, the nail polish. Yeah, recently put up a video saying that she was at the nail salon with her son and her son wanted to get rainbow nails. And so he got all of these colors on his nails and then he asked that for it to be taken off because he didn't want to be judged. And a lot of people had a lot of things to say. What do you think? I didn't, First of all, I didn't watch the whole thing. I didn't watch the whole video in its, in its entirety. And she was just saying how, like, oh, we need to accept people and all of these. Just all these other... You want to play it? No, I don't, actually. <laughs> I, I exited out the whole thing for a reason because I just feel like, what happened to letting kids be kids? And my thing is, you don't have to explain that on social media. You don't owe no one an explanation of it for anything. And I know you want to advocate, but my thing is, like, what are you exposing your kid to? And also, let children be children and let them figure it out later on. Nothing is... Like I don't, I don't get it. Like let kids be kids. I, I agree I with that. But one of the things, another thought that came to my mind was we have to stop thinking that if certain kids, if we let certain kids, usually it's the boys, do certain things that they'll be gay. Yeah, that's right. I do think that's something that people have to like get out of their mind. But I saw a clip that I saw. Um, a post that someone posted that I thought I was like this makes so much sense um it was posted by chinchilla on style and she said people are confusing their responsibility to instill principal moral fiber and direction into their children with allowing your kids to be themselves my son can't be himself until he figures out who he is and on that journey, I will introduce him to tradition. Society is confusing enough. Society is confusing enough as an adult, much less to decipher it as an impressionable child. When he chooses to be, what he chooses to, who he chooses to be when he leaves this home will be his decision and respect it. But until then, he will never say I didn't guide them. This free for all stance is why everything has become free for all. I love that. Yeah, I agree with that. And that's my thing. This makes so much sense. It makes so much sense. Like, you know, I I think about, like, I always try to think about when I was a kid and things that didn't make sense to me 
until I got older for me to actually decipher like, like we're making I, like like racism that I experienced that didn't make sense to me I didn't understand it and I was experiencing every day elementary school I just could not like everything was just so hard for me to wrap my mind around okay um like reason why like certain things like I just can't I can't explain I can't think of it think of the top of my head right now mm-hmm. but it's like as I got older like have you ever watched a movie like let's say Love Jones I watched Love Jones, Jones this weekend right I love Love, love Jones right? it made me so happy when I watched Love Jones when I was a kid versus now it's totally two different perceptions yes. um versus like or anything or when I hear a song when I was a kid and I'm like okay now as, as I got older I'm able to interpret it but like this okay, is the fuck it fuck it you know like you're able to you know you're able to ex- you understand it and I think that's the thing like we're allowing kids to make too many decisions and they're they don't have the the mental capacity to really understand what the fuck is going and on social them. media is feeding them with so much information that I, I feel like sometimes they don't even they're just like it's so much going on yeah and these shows that they're watching and, and youtube first of all youtube is the devil in itself because all of these referrals and not referrals but what you call it um the things like they want you to watch um okay you may also like or whatever you know that shit that oh yes 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 or, or at the end how it will recommend rec- yeah, the recommendations or what what you may what you may like i just feel like it's time for parents to start censoring things i'm like because you're making you let in later on like when your kids maybe 13 or 13 they're starting to come into themselves and they can figure a little bit you can figure some things out like okay this motherfucker gonna be gay let's have this conversation but it's just like I, and I think too as children I think, and I do agree like we put too much I guess like societal norms on them like what we think is norm and it, it may not be a big deal like m- like my brother would pay, play with my Barbie dolls and his action figures and it wasn't because he was fuck, he, my brother's brother's far from gay you know, and, and I'm not saying like gay is a disease or like it's something negative. But that's what people that's what are like most scared of. Scared of like we don't we, because I think people are scared of of the fact that this person is not gonna be able to reproduce, or it's not like it's it's not normal. No, I think it's all religious. I don't think it's all religious because there's a lot of people that are not that I know that's not religious. Just don't does not agree with homosexuality. No, but the, the first thing that they'll point it oh, to oh, is the religion. Oh, in the Bible, it's not okay. And right, it's that, because, because you that's can't an scapegoat. Yeah, because yeah. you can't procreate. But yeah. I, I feel like that's the last thing I'm worried about. Like if you gay, fine. I think I would be. I think what would annoy me the most is that I have to deal with other people testing yeah. my kid on a daily basis. Right, and I know I'm gonna have to flip some tables over also then say you do want to change your sex then i'm like have to come out of so much money that i'm just like i'm not doing that jesus no i'm not paying for that i'm not paying for it i would help i'm not paying for that i'm fine with that because you have to be an adult you have to be an adult you you can't be like i'm not in teen you can't talk about you want titty you want you you want to cut your dick off or you want a dick no i'm not doing that and the only reason why is because now there has been a major trend of people wanting to revert mm. but that's why i feel like i'm not doing it before you go do that you need to go seek therapy like you need to do a lot of things to make sure, sure this is what you, you want to do because what we're not going to do is go back and forth you can't yeah we're not doing that there's so many people that's like i wish i stayed a man 
you know what I'm saying? That's the reason why. Like, I'm like, I just thousands. Like, yeah, that's a lot of lot of people. That's a lot mentally, the hormones, physically, emotionally. Yeah, like, it's a lot that goes into it. And and sometimes we treat homosexuality as a disease, and and it's not. Like, people should live, be able to live in their truth however they want. But I feel like as a kid, I'm talking about seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, and maybe even twelve years old. Too much is being exposed to them, and we're allowing kids to make too many fucking decisions, and they don't even, they don't even understand the basics of life. They have no experiences, and I think with schools now, I think they expose, they exposing a lot to them now, and I get it because they have no choice. They're trying to like put some control of what the kids, what they see on a daily basis, and it's like you can't, you can't help it. And I, and I understand it, but it needs to be slowed the fuck down. Because I, I want my child to be able to go outside and play tag. I also think, and maybe this might not be the right term for it, but I really think we're... Because I know we're kind of, we're making up for the mistakes of our parents. Because clearly, clearly, clearly we fucked up, right? Like, yeah. it's all that shit. I think we're low-key over-caring. Like, we're yeah. making everything a thing. thing. Yeah. And I remember when I was a kid, yeah, I wanted to be so much shit. I literally wanted to be so much stuff. Yeah. So, so many things. I, there was a point where I wanted to be a vet. Yeah. And it's funny because... A vet came to school with some dogs. And yeah. I was like, oh, I pet dogs on it. And I was like, I can do that shit. Like, yeah, like, I like dogs. Like, um, and we just, like, ki- kids are just into so many trends. And I feel like there are certain things, like, if you truly do see a pattern, fine. Invest in that. Sit them down. Like, do whatever you can. But there was so much shit I was into one day. And the next day, I was like, what is what that? Is that? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, you have to just let them be kids. And I feel like everything does not need to be announced. Like, everything does not need to have a discussion. Like, just because, like, you decide not to wear makeup today does not make you the most woke and, like, conscientious person because you don't want to wear makeup. Because you don't want to fit into this quote-unquote standard of beauty. Since you're genetically a part of the standard of beauty. So you can't even escape it if you want to. Mm. So that was deep, yeah, yeah. No, I'm just saying. Uh, no, no, I'm just saying. She is. She's genetically. She has no choice. Like you're a part of the standard of beauty, whether you want to wear makeup or not. You are racially ambiguous. You're mixed. You're light skin. You have the quote unquote good hair. No matter what you do, you, you're gonna be the standard of beauty. You know, those are usually people who want to be this first person for. Yeah, exactly. Like the fucking nerve. You don't know what they want to go through. People's like, oh, there needs to be shampoo. For uh, like biracial yeah. ethnic people, yeah, and we was like looking at Holly, like, oh, you, you mixed, yeah. Oh, I thought you was a white woman, yeah. Like, okay, and I get it, but I mean, listen. like, thank you, but yeah, but we we know what comes in from you. No, like, yeah. they really not gonna like they don't take us seriously, but they really no, not gonna they take seriously. you seriously. And it's just like for me, like, you know, there's certain things I'm already accustomed to. Like, I already know that shampoo's gonna dry my hair out. I'm gonna bring my own. Yo, when we was out the other night, me and my homegirl was sitting at this table, and a dark-skinned man came up to the table. We was talking to this other guy, and a dark-skinned man, he came to the table, and he was like, I just want y'all to let y'all know, like, I love dark-skinned women. And we were just sitting there like, okay. I will, could you dark, but, like, where did this come from? Like, yeah. I, I feel like he was kind of drunk. No, like trying to pander to us, like like we had a like we was 
that he needed to say like you know yeah, the yeah, yeah. that we had the insecurity that he felt like that we shouldn't have this insecurity right. and he wanted to make us feel great like, about the insecurity like, that's non-existent I, I was looking at him like I mean I would just hope you love black women yeah I don't care what she, what she looks like honestly I'm not gonna lie so this is what's been bothering me right what alright I talked to my mom about it cause I just I'm just so tired of this and I was really de- having a debate with myself like you know Yaya how are you grasping this so, so the Bi- the Byron Allen interview, right? You watched it with the Breakfast Club, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so if if you don't know who Byron Allen is, to make a long story short, he's like this multi. Well, he's a billionaire. He's a billionaire. He's a black man that purchased the Weather Channel, and he has he has a case against Comcast right now because they're trying to take back a law from I think 1866. Something about it's something with slavery. I forgot. It's that's not the reason why I'm mad. Like, just when you get a chance, look into that. So it's a long story. So anyway, in the interview, he just talked about pro-blackness, right? Pro-blackness. And how we had to stay together. And black men and women don't have these opportunities. And it's time for us to fight and all this other stuff. And I see him on different platforms talking about this. And, I, you know, and he's always been around. And I heard about him before. But what's important, well, he's coming out mainstream because he, I think he's going to court maybe this week or something like that. I don't know what's going on with this case. Yeah, definitely soon. Soon, but basically Comcast, I think it's like monopolizing and it's taking away, like it's trying to do some racist shit pretty much. Mm-hmm. And if if they win, because it's supposed to appeal and now they go into like the highest level of courts. But I, and it could be, the law could be overturned and it could fuck it, us up. Even if it, they win, they kind of lose anyways. Like it's I, forgot, of, I forgot, I forgot. It's a bit win. confusing the way it's he explained confu- it. Yeah, the way he explained it, but it was like a law that benefited black people when we were quote-unquote emancipated so whatever i just find it strange like when you look at his wife she don't look like me or lauren or any other black she woman a she's a white woman. whole white woman and this and that's what kills me because i don't like that yaya yeah but i don't no i don't i don't and then i feel like you're pandering because now i feel like because i'm like it, it, it's convenient that you need us on your side now now you want to have a conversation with us and I'm not taking away from what he has done in the past or what he may have done because I'm not privy to it. But I just feel like do not... Like if you was an ignorant person and you wanted to... Or whatever. Or maybe you're not even ignorant. You just... You know you're not about black empowerment. You know. And you want to downside your race, then fine. But my thing is like you cannot talk about the black family unit, black empowerment, black love, black, love, black wealth, the household, the household... Generational wealth and talking about how your children look like you, but your children really don't look like you because they half of a white woman. And then when you, and then it's like at the same time you married a white woman. I that's the shit that bothers me. Yeah, I don't trust people. I'm not, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna be honest. You lose five whole points if you're pro black, but your significant other isn't black. It's weird to me. Yeah. And now I'm not saying that you're not putting in a good fight. Yeah. yeah. Um, like I appreciate what you're doing, but it does make me kind of give you side eye you. And I remember I was on a date with this black guy, and I didn't know about his past. I didn't know who he dated previously from. Mm. And that's the conversation we was having. I was like, I don't trust someone who says they're pro black, but their significant other is of another race. And he was like, Well, I've never been in a relationship with a black woman, and I consider myself pro black. And he was like. He was like, but I'm, he was like, now I recently realized that like, I want to be and need to be with a black woman. He was like, but 
he was like, but that's just because I've done, I've like, he had to live. And And I've learned. Right. Like now, and he was like, and now when I think, he was like, now that I've read these books, now that I've done my research, now that I've done all these things, he was like, I even kind of think about those women and I was dating in certain situations where things just didn't make sense. Right. And he was like, so it makes sense for me to be with the black woman. He was like, but I had to do that work. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like, my thing is like, like I said, you can be with whoever you want to be, but my don't be just pro like preaching this pro blackness. And the next thing you know, you're not even dating a Latina. Like you were just, you just went to the extreme and it's just like your kids, you, now I'm pretty sure your kids are in a predominantly white school. They're like the token white kids in the class because you're a billionaire. And because when, when he was talking about his kids, and you know, he was talking about his daughters or whatever, and, and they seen homeless people on the street and stuff like that. I said, let me Google this motherfucker. I, I guarantee this bitch is white. Mm-hmm. His wife is white. The mother of his children are white. His like and like I said, I don't know what she did for him. She might have been the most amazing person on this planet but my thing is like you didn't find a black woman who was that could help elevate you but you want to preach all this black pro black shit you didn't meet no beautiful smart amazing no entrepreneur like nothing you didn't meet none on the way to the top none none at least a girlfriend that just been down with you yeah nothing and that's why i'm just like and that's why i'm like i just find it convenient now like now you want to have these interviews because now you in this now you in this war with Comcast and now I'm like you need us to make an uproar and don't get me wrong like he was dropping some gems I'm not gonna I'm not gonna see him lie like he's very educated he knows exactly hey, what he's talking about like, yeah man. but it, it was very it's very disappointing like 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 to, to talk about pro blackness and then your wife is white y'all know lie yeah yeah that's I was thinking about it, but I was scared to Google him because I didn't want to find out. I his wife like, is a blonde, like, everything. In my mind, I was like, that was a good interview. You know, he, he inspired me, his come up or whatever. And then, so I was like, I'm not even going to see who he's in a relationship with. Oh, shit. With. I did. I said, then, that shit's too good to be true. When we talked about it, and you was like, you know his wife, why? I was like, that shit didn't eat me a lot. And then I thought about Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx. I don't know what if he ever dated a black woman. I've never seen him. But then you want to talk about pro blackness. You cannot talk about you cannot be pro I'm sorry, you cannot be pro black and date outside your race. He also kinda like he know Jamie Foxx knows how to play the game. He knows, you know, when he's at an event mm-hmm. to go up to black women, to sing to black women. Like he knows exactly what to do. Mm-hmm. He also doesn't make comments against black women. Like he yeah, he's Jamie smart. is very, very smart. Cause I'm like, yo, you try, and I'm like, yo, yo, yo even you, like, now you're done with Kate, Katie Holmes or whatever, whatever her name is, and now you got a new girlfriend, but still, you have not, I have yet to see. Oh, you took the, his kids are mixed. Yeah, and it's, you had different baby mothers. And, and I said, I'm sorry, I don't care, care what you say. You cannot be pro black, and. In this date outside your race, because we have to think about it, think about it from a historical context. I think you can be, but no, nah, I'm taking points away. No, nah, I don't think you can be, because we have to look at it from a historical context and think about where Black empowerment stem from, and where let's think about Black and I'm proud. Like think about that time and what that meant and why that was important. That that they was using that to help so, build generational wealth. You marry a white man, you're not pro-black anymore. No. 
I think there's a difference between being pro-black and being for black people. Oh, so you're for black people then. That's you be for black, black people. But being pro-black, you have to... That's true, because pro-black is very deep. It's, it's very, it's very like, yes. deep-rooted. Like, you have to... You're talking about generational wealth. You're talking about building a legacy for black generations to come. You're talking about black ownership, black... Everything surrounded, about, surrounded around blackness. Black education. Everything. Like, I cannot, like, how does that even work in the household with you being so pro-black, but you have this white woman sitting here that does not, knows nothing about your black experience and why it's so important for you to do this for black boys and girls to be an example? All right, all right. Yeah, I definitely, once you said that, I was like, Damn. You could be for black people, but, you, but the moment that you are are married, you decide to live a life and grow a legacy with a black, or black somebody outside your race, you're no longer pro-black. That'd be hurting my feelings. Listen, I'm he not, doesn't agree with me. I personally don't give a fuck, but I just feel like... No, he's for black people. He he's for black people, but you're not pro-black. Mm-hmm. Like, because if that's the case, you your, your woman would be a reflection of you. Yes. You're not, you don't care about the family dynamic of that, the family aspect of that. Because your children are half white. And technically, he could probably be more white than black because a lot of us are mixed with white because of slavery. Yeah. You know, a lot of us, like, you know, a lot of us are 88% black, and then the rest of us got European blood because of the fucking overseers and slave masters raping the wives. Right. You know, so it's just like, you, you that, did, that wasn't a concern for you. So our features are diluted. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, I agree. So, no, I, I totally get how you feel. I'm going to wrap up this episode. Thanks, guys, for listening. We'll, we'll, we will, we will, I'm tired. We will be back next week. There will be no episode the week of Thanksgiving. I'm telling y'all now. Mm-hmm. So you know. We'll remind you next week. Yes, I will remind you next week, but no episode for the week of Thanksgiving. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you haven't already, please go on iTunes podcast and leave a review. Bye.